0: Okay, again, apologies for speeding through so quickly, but I hope you're picking up one or two things as we go. So I've just cribbed a few slides from Ken Fisher's work. This is uh, a guy from Australia. And see if we can make some sense of that. Can you read that? Can you read any of that at all? Okay. Um, This is trying to break down education into specific activities, into skills that are necessary, into competencies that are necessary as opposed to accepting that the 30 children in a class with a chalk and talk, this is contemporary chalk and talk, what I'm doing now, is the right way of teaching and learning. So there's an assumption that it probably isn't the right way of teaching and learning and that there are other ways of doing it. And therefore that needs... So what he's done here is said the basic skills are writing, reading, talking, presentation and making, and competencies are critical thinking, communicating, self-organising, collaborating. So that's, that's his starting point. But through that, there are a whole range of different ways of experiencing that, which might be project-based, research-based, field-based, discipline specialities, research, self-directed work, etc. So people are looking at all the different ways that one can learn. I won't bother to go into this, but linking the ways people learn to the principles behind it is what this guy's about. And then he's trying to understand the physical spaces that are necessary in order for you to uh, engage in these different ways of teaching and learning. So, again, it's trying to get away from the idea the classroom is the only space that you, that you have in a school. So he's broken it down into five categories, delivering, applying, creating, communicating and decision-making And then he's related each of those to the little icons on the right-hand side. So these are the different sorts of spaces. So this is delivering what we're talking about. Um, One-to-one sort of arrangements, the little diagram there, is applying. uh, Creating is is a different sort of space again. Communicating is a different space again. And then decision-making is a different space again. So he's tried to define the different sorts of spaces that relate to these different pedagogies. And then he puts that together, and his approach is that there has to be a focus the student has to have a home they have to have their own home base in a school now that doesn't exist in most schools the you were talking about Um, Your locker being on the fifth floor, Uh, I'm not sure whether that's, uh, your locker counts as a home base, but that's about all you get in in, in most schools these days. So he's looked at all the different sorts of learning spaces, group learning, presentation, teacher meeting spaces, individual pods, breakout spaces, display spaces, etc., outdoor learning spaces. And all of those things he's beginning to get a picture of perhaps what his school might be about. So he then looks at each of the individual settings, So he's looked at a student home base. And you can see the little diagrams here again appearing where he's trying to relate that back to his pedagogical approach to see what you can do in these different sorts of spaces. So he has a student home base, an individual pod, a place to think, group learning spaces, which might be different sizes, collaborative incubator space or fancy words, presentation spaces display spaces project spaces wet areas specialist focused laboratories outdoor learning spaces breakout spaces teacher meeting spaces and then resources supplies and stores and so his approach is is quite a different starting point in terms of the way you understand a school So he would go with that information to a school and try and understand how this suits their pedagogy, and try and break down the barriers of what conventionally happens is, well, this is the way we've always done it, and that's the way we want to do it. So in this country, certainly, we're trying to get away from the idea of building good 20th-century schools, and we're trying to build good 21st-century schools that are going to survive the test of time with changing approaches. Putting all that together, here's an example of a school, and I don't think that probably relates to any of the schools that any of us have been to at all. So it's more like an office building. All sorts of different activities, all sorts of different spaces, all related back to these different pedagogies that he's, that he's developed.